Thunder in the Valley. This is Ralph Bellamy. There's no particular reason why I should tell you this story, except that I know it. You don't. And I think you should. It's a Christmas story, which makes it appropriate to this season of the year. And it's all about people like yourselves. Laura and Fred Taylor, their son Gary, Dr. Joe. And it's especially about an old man named Ranicky Bill. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's about all the people in a little town in the southwest. A place called simply The Valley. And how they rediscovered some human values Ranicky Bill remembered in their pioneer fathers. What brought about that discovery, as you'll see, was Thunder in the Valley. Everybody in the valley knew Ranicky Bill, the kind of human link with the past that many small towns have. Bill told their children exciting stories of the early Southwest, tended their small vegetable gardens and a pair of dirty Levi's, his bronzed, lined face shaded with an old Stetson that covered short-cropped white hair. On this particular early evening in December, old Bill, his day's work in the Taylor Garden finished, sat on the back stoop of the rambling Taylor house telling one of his stories to young Gary. Did they get him, Bill? Did they? Sure did. Brought back them Hicks boys to stand trial for rustling and killing Ed Simmons. Golly, and those Hicks boys were bad. Yes, sir. That's the way it was in them days. Every man knew he could count on the rest of his neighbors any time. They like that so much nowadays, maybe, but it sure worked out fine then. And like I say... Gary! When... Yes, Mom? Oh, hello, Bill. Evening, Miss Laura. Gary, haven't you got some homework to do? I'll be right in, Tad, just talking to Bill. Oh, Bill, what you doing here this late? You had supper yet? Yeah, I had. Just getting a few weeds out before dark, Mr. Taylor. I'll send that boy in a few minutes, will you, Bill? Sure will. Where you going, Mom? I have a meeting at the old school, honey. I'll get the car out for you. How's old school holding up since the move to kids into the new one, Miss Laura? Oh, fine, I guess, Bill. Some of the clubs in town hold their meetings there now, and Dr. Parker has his office there. Oh, finally give Dr. Joe a place to lie, have they? (laughs) Fine shame they don't give him a building of his own and something to work with. Now, Bill, he's only been our health officer for four years. It takes time to organize. It ain't like the old days. Folks then needed something, they got together and built it. You take the old school. I worked on the roof right beside your daddy. I'll bet that roof sounds a dollar today. <laughs> well, we haven't had enough rain the past six months to find out. That's right. Oh, Bill, when is it going to rain? We always get thunder in this valley before it rains, Miss Lorena. You ought to know that. Won't rain in this valley until we get thunder. Now, Laura Taylor's meeting that night was with the board of directors of the Valley Tuberculosis Association, of which she was president. It turned out to be a serious council of war, with Dr. Joe Parker, health officer of the Valley, putting the problem in no uncertain terms. And I'm telling you folks again, we've failed somewhere along the line to convince the people that we've got tuberculosis in this Valley. Got more than we should have. I've played it up in the star plenty, Dr. Joe. Folks should realize the situation by now. Pat Farley, you've done a good job with your paper. Laura and her committee have done a good job, too, but it doesn't show in the Christmas seal sales to date. But it's only the middle of December, Joe. And the sales now are behind this time last year. I tell you, this tuberculosis association is the only place I've got to turn to. We've got undiscovered cases of TB walking around the valley. People who should be under treatment to save their own lives and to protect the health of their neighbors. 
But I can't find those cases without an X-ray machine. You know the association wants to get your machine, Dr. Joe. So the council will see the need of a control program in your health department. But we're not going to get the X-ray machine unless more Valley people buy Christmas seals. Now, Doctor, it's not as bad as you make it sound, I'm sure. Well, Laura and I are going to send out reminders tomorrow to people who haven't replied, but it takes time. You listen to me, Mary Hartley. Well, even if we don't get enough money for a machine this year, why, by next year... By we next should... year, there may be a dozen more cases of TB from the Valley in the state sanatorium. And I tell you, the TB in this valley is like a fire that's raging right now. Uh, Bat, can't you do something? Well, what I really need is something I can get my teeth into. Trouble is, nobody in this valley thinks he can get TB. It's just something somebody else gets. Well, something's gone out of this valley that I remember folks used to have. In the old days, folks would see a problem and they'd get together to lick it. You know, Rannicky Bill said something like that to me tonight. Rannicky Bill? Yeah, how the men got together to build this schoolhouse, because it was needed. But he said it wasn't like that anymore. Rannicky Bill knows, feels it like I do. And we've got to do something about it. We'll try, Dr. Joe. We'll really try. The next afternoon, Mary Hartley and Laura met at the Taylor home to send out reminders about Christmas seals to the Valley people. But Laura Taylor didn't have much hope that this was the answer to their problem. I've, I've failed somewhere, Mary. That must be the reason people don't seem interested. Oh, nonsense. We've only had a seal sale a few years. But people in other cities and counties buy them by the millions all over the nation. And you can't tell me the valley people aren't just as good Americans, just as good neighbors. Hi, Mom. Oh, Mrs. Hartley. Oh, Gary. Sorry. Mom, where's Bill? Well, I isn't in the garden. No, I was supposed to eat my lunch with him over at Cartbridge's, but he didn't show up. Mom, I'm worried. Bill lives alone in that old shack, and he's a pretty old man. Couldn't we... I never remember that Bill really is an old man. All right, son, get the car out. Mary. Go ahead. I'll finish these few, and if you need any help, just let me know. Come on, Mom. His front door's open. Bill always leaves it open when he's home. Oh, he shouldn't live way out here all alone. Anything ever happened to him. Bill! Bill! Come on in, Mom. Maybe he's... Bill! Mom! Gary, what's the matter with him? Well, he's on the floor. <laughs> Gary, help me lift up his head. Here, yeah. take him by the shoulders. Oh, Bill, what's the matter? What is it? I'm oh, sorry, Miss Laura. I had a kind of spell. Mom! <laughs> Mom, he's been bleeding. There's blood on these towels. He's hemorrhaging from the mouth. Give me that towel, son. Mom, he isn't going to die. He isn't... Gary, go get Dr. Joe. <laughs> Bring him back here just as fast as you can. Hurry, Gary. Hurry. Well, I'm afraid he's pretty sick. There's a cavity in his left lung the size of a 50-cent piece. Dr. Joe, you don't mean Bill's going to die of tuberculosis. I can't even take a chance of moving him from this room here in the hospital to the state sanatorium for a couple of weeks. Oh. But, Doctor, up until yesterday, there wasn't a sign. That's the trouble with this disease. Very often, you don't know you've got it until you break down. Unless you find it before you're sick with an X-ray. Fred, you and Laura and Gary can be thankful you didn't pick it up from Bill, that your X-rays are clear. But there are hundreds of others in this valley who've known Bill well. Those people have got to be warned, Doctor. Told to have an X-ray to make sure... That right now, I should be checking every contact of Bill's, getting them X-rayed. But I have no X-ray machine. The fire's broken out and I have no fire extinguisher. You'll have one, Doctor. I wanted something to sink my teeth into. Well, I've got it. 
When people read what I've got to say in the star about Ranicky Bill... Well, I belong to a few service clubs in town that are going to hear about this. Dr. Bill's waiting to hear about our x-rays. Can we go in to see him? Well, just a minute, but don't stay long. Uh, mind if I come along? Oh, no, Bat. I know he'd want to see any friend now. Hello, Bill. Hello, Miss Laura. Fred. Hello, Bat. We just wanted you to know that, uh, we're all right. Gary, oh. Laura, and me. We knew you was worried. That's good. Good. Takes a big load off my mind. I knew a Mexican once. Give this bug to his whole family before he even knew he had it. I'm a kind of menace, ain't I? No, Bill. Yeah, there's no telling how many folks I give it to. Hope Dr. Joe finds them. It's my fault. I should have crawled off and died somewhere. Oh, Bill, it's not your fault. It's the fault of the people in this valley. They forgot something their fathers knew, that you can't live to yourself, that when you help a neighbor, you help yourself in the end. But they're going to remember it, Bill, when we tell them about you. How when they failed you, they failed themselves. That if we'd had an x-ray machine in the valley... Thunder! Guess you'll have that rain now before Christmas. Always got to have thunder in the valley before it'll rain. Thunder in the valley. That's it. You're the thunder they're going to hear up and down this valley, Bill. And when they hear your story, if they've got any sense, any spark of their father's way of doing things in them, they'll come through with a rain of dollars for Christmas seals that'll be enough to buy two X-ray machines with money left over to really put this disease under control. I think I can write this now, Laura, so that they'll see the light. They'll have to. What that folly wrote on his valley star did begin to have some effect. A spark he was trying to awaken. Darn shame, Bill. Let this happen to Ranicky, Bill. We got to get together to get after this disease. By the way, Bill, did we buy Christmas seals yet? I got them, but I ain't paid for them. Pay for them, you hear? Pay for them. And I tell you, it is men like Ranicky Bill... Men with ideals of civic responsibility who built this valley. Yea, even this very church. Today we have gone a long way down the road of selfishness, denying the helping hand to our fellow men. And here is a case where our own selfishness can turn upon us and destroy us in the end. But we can change our ways. We can begin by uniting behind the symbol of the Christmas seal to fight this dread disease, tuberculosis, together. And any man who comes to this luncheon club next week without proof he's bought Christmas seals will be fined $10. And so on every week until he furnishes such proof. Hello? Yes, this is Laura Taylor, Mr. Fry. More Christmas seals for the... Mary, take this down. Seventy-five sheets of seals for the bank. Yes? Yes, they want to sell seals in the theater lobby. The school children have organized. The merchants. The farmers. Mary, we've got to get more seals. I guess I don't need to tell you what happened by Christmas time. Christmas Day, Laura and Fred went to visit old Ranicky Bill in the hospital. And when they told him, 
Now, what do you think of your neighbors, Bill? It sure is a lot of money, Miss Laura. And it all come from them little Christmas seals. More than that, it came from the hearts of folks who heard about what happened to you, Bill, and suddenly realized they'd neglected something. Something I thought they'd lost, maybe. Thought times had changed. Folks maybe didn't need to get together to get things done like before. Well, that's something that'll never change in a democracy, Bill. Makes me mighty proud. Look at them Christmas cards and letters. Every one with a Christmas seal. A lot of them from folks I thought had forgotten me. They're making it up to you and themselves, Bill, to get this disease under control in the valley. Kind of brings back my faith in folks. Gives me the same feeling I used to have in the old days about people. It's a good feeling to know they haven't changed. Haven't changed a bit. And now, here again is the narrator of our program, the distinguished star, Ralph Bellamy. I think the story of Thunder in the Valley speaks for itself. There are certain enemies in life, common enemies of the lives and health of all of us, that we cannot fight alone. One of the worst of these is tuberculosis. By joining together behind the symbol of the Christmas seal for the past 43 years, we've fought a good fight against it. Help reduce the number of deaths from it in this country from 150,000 a year to less than 45,000. But half a million Americans still have TB. 250,000 of these Americans may walk among us without the knowledge that they have this dread disease. In helping to find them, we are helping save their lives and protecting ourselves as well. Our responsibility, our privilege, is the clear and proved way by Christmas seal. Thunder in the Valley was written and produced by Hugh Chain with musical direction by Ben Ludlow and was presented by your Tuberculosis Association. When you think of Christmas this year, think of Christmas seals and the great life-saving work they do. For others, for yourself, buy Christmas seals.